Welcome, everybody. This is the U.S. Grease Force podcast. I'm Doug Berry, along with my very good friend, and now tonight wearing a Wisconsin sweatshirt, Father Richard Heilman. <laughs> and tonight, our guest, one of our recurring guests, is Professor Doctor of so many incredible things, Dan Schneider. But before we get to this amazing topic about is there a crack in the dam? Do we see something happening? Are things shifting in our favor by the grace of God? We got to start everything off with prayer. So, Father, we turn that to you. All right. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our defense against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Hosts, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Thank you very much, Father. And thank all of you out there, supporters of the U.S. Grace Force podcast. I can't thank you enough. This episode is the first episode back on YouTube after our punishment for not playing nice in the sandbox, according to them. So we're glad to be back. We're glad to have all you out there watching this and sharing this and listening to this. Thank you so much. And God bless you all. Thank you for your prayers, your encouragement. Thank all of you out there who support us through the Patreon program. If you're interested in helping us financially continue to get this message spread to as many lives as possible in the amount of time that we have, please click the link in the description below, Patreon link. It'll take you out there, ask you to pray about it, and please consider helping us out. It does an enormous amount of good. There's no way to explain it. So many things behind the scenes that have to be taken care of in order to get this out on a regular basis. We're celebrating our, well, just not really celebrating, but we're over three years now of being out there. And again, very thankful for all the support on all the different levels out there. Don't forget also to go to the U.S. Grace Force official gear page. Get some very cool sweatshirts, t-shirts, hoodies, men's styles, women's styles, all kinds of colors and designs, some really cool stuff out there. So please check that out again in the link. You'll find the link in the description below, the U.S. Grace Force gear page. Tonight, we've got Dr. Dan Schneider on here, and Dr. Dan is coming at us from his underground bunker somewhere in some part of the world, which we don't like to talk about because he's under attack at all times, trying to keep him safe, especially after what we're going to talk about tonight. Elon, Twitter, Balenciaga, is this a crack in the dam? Are we seeing something happening here? There was a lot of outrage over the Balenciaga story, as there should be, but was there enough? No, there wasn't enough. And it does show the far-reaching tentacles when you look into the Balenciaga story. We're not going to get into a ton of detail on it, except to say that there were images out there, a photo shoot that they did that were just literally diabolical. A small child, uh, some just nasty, nasty stuff. And without going into too much detail, a lot of you are probably familiar with this. We're still going to say that this really did reveal a lot of the depth of the evil with regards to Balenciaga as this high fashion, high dollar fashion industry likes to tout their incredible elitism and all this kind of garbage. And it shows there's a lot of darkness behind some of these areas. So that being said, that was revealed and a lot of people are seeing it for what it is. And then of course with Elon and now the Twitter file dumps that are coming out and shaking up a lot of people in a lot of areas, understandably, the question there is, is the messaging changing a little bit? Is it giving us some hope? A lot of people have their complaints about Elon Musk. I don't know everything about him. I don't like everything about him. I didn't like everything about Trump. But I do know that God can use anybody in any situation to turn any battle to the advantage of what is good. And this may be happening here. So we wanted to bring Dan on because Dan is one of these men who understands 
you know, the spiritual element. Dan, you, of course, are always uh, educating our audience and helping us out with regards to spiritual battle and what's going on with regards to the diabolical and how they like to play their games and such. And uh, this is a, a couple of key things that are happening right now that are really exposing the corruption in Twitter, uh, why certain people were censored, uh, the ties to the government on it. There's all these different areas that are really shaking things up. If you could give us, first of all, kind of a brief overview, your synopsis kind of of what you think about these stories. And do you think this could ultimately be a crack in the dam that could lead to uh, a plus on the side of getting the word out that will help turn the tide and help turn the battle more in favor of God's army, God's truth? Yeah, no, I think I think so. For uh, Absolutely. I think I think what the principle that we talk about in our, in our particular uh, ministry is that evil militates to absurdity. And so we're yes. seeing when you see this absurdity uh, of, of a, of a, of, you know, this high end fashion company presenting a child uh, um, with, with the, and a teddy bear, right. With, with images around it that are all symbolic, the Griffin in the background, all the other imagery they have, this is all symbolic. This is all satanic. And, and, and trying to see and flow as much pushback, what, what can they get away with? But again, evil militates to absurdity. And sometimes that's good because you see in the absurdity, we, we can stop and, and begin to see it, you know, uh, uh, you know like, like, like the movie, The Terminator. If it bleeds, then we know, then we can kill it, right? Mm. So, so we have to be able to see the, the, the evil one is unmasking and he's coming out and, and open. And so we now, we now can see very clearly uh, as Catholics, we can see very clearly where the evil is beginning to be demarcated, uh, and the DMZ is becoming uh, very clear. So, so, and also part of that is again, you mentioned the the Twitter scandal. You know, the the suppression of information, the misinformation, the you know, the 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 the, uh, the silence of truth and voices. All this stuff is being exposed, and I think it's fantastic. I think it's fantastic that we have voices out there that are coming counter. And you're right, going back even to King Cyrus in the Old Testament, God can use anyone uh, um, for his purposes. And I think this is another King Cyrus moment, just as, just as President Trump was. Mm. Dan, how, how deep or, I don't know, widespread do you think uh, this is? Uh, uh, Tr Trump always liked to use the word <coughs> swamp, right? And, and we're, I, I think we're, what's happening is, you know, uh, evil militates to absurdity. I think that's being put right in our face. And we're, I don't know about you guys, but I'm just going, whoa. I mean, it's that deep. It's that pervasive. It's it's in our government. It's in the legacy media. It's in our intelligence agency. It's in the military. I mean, uh, how how deep do you think this is? And it, I've, I've talked with some people and, and, I'm sorry, but I think they've, I haven't, but they've lost hope. And they're like, you know, God's got to do something drastic uh, in order to, because it's, it's beyond repair. I, I don't believe that. I, I think, I think we can turn this around. How deep do you think this is, Dan? I, I think it runs very deep. I think it's systemic. I think, I think this, I think one of the, 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 the truest thing that, that President Trump said, at least in his campaigns at the beginning, um, was we, he needs to, they need to drain the swamp right you know the largest concentration of millionaires in this country is 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 washington dc a place that produces absolutely nothing 
they govern, they set laws. And the largest concentration of millionaires uh, in this small little little area per capita, it, that's, that's unfathomable. Um, and so, and so the, the, what it attracts are, are, are people that are going to now, it just, it's just attracting a feeding frenzy uh, off our federal government. And now what, we, what we're seeing is part of the, the Great Reset, and this is not conspiracy theory, you can look up what, what, what uh, uh, Klaus Schwab and, and, and the World Economic Forum are saying about the Great Reset. You will own nothing and, and, and like it and be happy. Um, pushing out small business, pushing out capitalism, um, and replacing it with, with woke capitalism, cronyism and the, the, uh, the big corporations that are now in, in bed with the, with the swamp themselves, you know, that pushing their same agenda. Uh, so I think it runs a lot deeper than we, than we think. And, and, and when an ad agency, they feel like this is acceptable behavior, it just shows you how completely and totally out of touch they are. You know, remember George Bush Sr. made the mistake of going to the grocery store and seeing a scanner for the first time, and they ridiculed him that, that he was so out of touch with the common man. Well, I can tell you people out of touch with the common man are most of our politicians, and the Balenciaga, these people are completely out of touch. They're living in a wholly other uh, existence, out of touch with the rest of us. Yeah, they, they also have so much influence in these different areas, in these different spheres, you know, that, that somebody like Balenciaga can influence so many top stars like Kim Kardashian, who after several days had come out and said, well, you know, I, I think I need to rethink, you know, maybe I'm going to rethink, you know, but the whole circle of, of that world where they, what they run in is number one, as you said, so out of touch, but number two, they're so influential. Very. They influence so many younger people. Yeah. They influence so many people on different levels. Um, and then you bring in the political side of it as well. And you've got another just group of mass and the money and the money. Yeah. What's interesting is if you look at the Gucci district and all the, I mean, the $5,000 a night hotels, five-star plus hotels in Rome, okay? Um, at the end of, there's two churches, only a handful of churches in that part of the city of Rome. And there's two churches there. And one of them at the end of the street is the, is the Church of the Immaculate Conception where uh, the Bernini's uh, Teresa and Ecstasy, the transverberation of Teresa. So you have the, this, the, the biggest, the wealthiest precincts, uh, uh, you know, financially in the world, one of the top few. And then, and then not far down the street on the other end of the Gucci district is the, bone, the Franciscan Bone Church. Have you, heard, have you seen or heard of the Bone Church? No. Where this is an above ground mausoleum and the whole place is decorated with the bones of, of previous friars, their body, their bones. They it's all above ground. And you walk into this church and you, you Google Bone Church Rome. It's fascinating. Of course, kids love to see it. It's, it's just one of the coolest Catholic things there is. And so, and they've got spelled out in bones, memento mori. Remember, you're going to die, right? In the middle of the, the high fashion district of the eternal city, God says, I will not be outdone. I put the bone church, I put Teresa in ecstasy, right? Who receives transforming union, the transverberation. And when they exhumed her body, she actually had a piercing in her heart, a cauterized pierce mark in her in her actual flesh of her heart uh from that from from that description she describes in one of her in one of her books right there those are the two churches in the sparsest areas where there's a church on every street corner in the rest of rome i find that pretty telling what god thinks of all this yeah 
You know, I, I had a thought the other day, and I, maybe I didn't bother Googling it to see if anybody else had the same thought. I don't know if it's original or not. But I just want to bounce this off of you, you both of you guys, but but Dan, I'd like you to comment on this. I, I, I thought to myself, the word woke is used all you know almost uh, obnoxiously, but you know woke it it means you know we're awakened right, and I thought wait a minute, you know isn't that what the serpent was doing, to to Eve in in the Garden of Eden, and the line there is, um you're, for God knows that when you eat of it. Your eyes will be opened, and you will be <laughs> like God, yeah. knowing good and evil. And I just went, that's it. I mean, woke, your eyes will be open. You're awakened from sleep, and you will be like God, or God's yourself. In other words, you will have superior knowledge even to God. See, we're being blamed and shamed, and uh, I've been using the word gaslighted uh, lately, Uh and, and that this 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 morality that we hold, uh, these truths, um, this this knowledge of the will of God, well, that's so old school because we've progressed. Beyond, you see what I'm saying? And and mm -hmm. and uh, it, it's it uh, to me then woke is uh, the original sin on steroids uh, right right now. It's it, it's. And that seems to be driving the bus, you know, this desire that, and again, the serpent gets in their ear and says, hey, you're going to be the elitist. You know, you're going to be elite even above God because you're going to know better than God. That's what I think we're, we're, being, we're being fed uh, right now. You want to be even better than God. You want to stand among the elites, uh, the most popular, right? When we were kids, you wanted to be popular among the kids. But but that seems to be driving the bus right now. I mean, can you comment on that, Dan? No, absolutely. I mean, it goes back to the primordial fall, right? right. And, 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 and what the doctors, some of the fathers of the church speculate, you know, Michael means who is like unto God. Right, I right. Mean, the, the initial challenge to God's sovereignty and his authority and his decisions is, is Luciferian at its very heart, Right. Uh, and 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 what does Lucifer mean? The light bearer, the woke one, right? He's, right. he's the one that that's illumined, right? You know, and 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 this is why we 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 have rorate masses, and why we have you know if you've ever if you've ever been to a monastery on Good Good Friday and the Good Friday uh, uh, when they begin early in the morning and they they read a psalm and they light a candle, read a psalm, light a candle, because the light of the world is about to resurrect. The same thing, the light of the world, the lumen gentium, the light to the nations is now going to become manifest on earth, epiphanes, to reveal himself, right? God in the flesh, true God in the flesh, not the false gods that claim to be in the pagan Greek religions, but the true God made manifest, Right. And so the Lucifer is constantly trying to mimic that. Everything that the devil does is a memory, mimicry and, and a mockery of the Roman Catholic faith and divine revelation. Go back to last Thursday, the titular feast of this country, the Immaculate Conception of the Blessed Virgin Mary is the day that that our Catholic so-called fake Catholic uh, 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 speaker of the house, Nancy Pelosi, codifies this this government now codifies uh, a sodomy and same-sex marriage on the day 
of the Immaculate Conception. We celebrate the Immaculate Purity of the Virgin Mary, which is the titular uh, title of the Virgin Mary in this country. Yeah. We've seen in the Basilica of the Immaculate Conception in Washington, D.C. Everything the demon does is a mockery of the Catholic Church. And if they can, they can mock the church, they will. Anything they can do to mock what is good and pure and holy yeah. and innocent and true. And we know so, that uh, Archbishop Cordelion not too long ago had some words about this uh, supposed Catholic woman, you know, and uh, it's just, it's unbelievable. And then to puff your chest and just say, I'm a devout Catholic and to do this kind of thing on the feast of the Immaculate Conception. Yeah. It just, it, it seems like you wake up every day and there's, there's, there's some greater evil. And, and I wonder too, if, if that's all to, uh, what did you say? Evil militates to absurdity? To absurdity. Yeah. yeah. That, that, at what point are we all going to stand up and say no mas and and uh, and and bark back? I, I know there's signs of it, and that's why the the, the title is is this a crack in the dam? Yeah, um, no. So I I was I was uh, reading a short article on 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 Desert Storm, the the war that I served in, and they they were talking about the technology difference, and one of the things that the enemy artillery, the Iraqis would shoot around of artillery at us and our technology was such that before that round it's called counter battery before that round would even strike the ground we would not have one round inbound or two rounds or 10 rounds they would have as many between 300 and 600 rounds inbound in the opposite direction wow. every time the enemy shot at us it was completely neutralized so why do i mention that blaze pascal said god bestowed on man the the, the precious gift of prayer so that we could be causes. So we, we a lot of Catholics sit around and we and they say, oh man, we might as well just give up. Let's just quit. Let's just, you know, God better do something soon. Well, he is. You need to wake up. I need to wake up. And every time we see evil, we need to knock 10 rounds downrange, right? right? We, need, we need to start praying the rosary. We start need to offering up counter battery and, and asking the Blessed Mother to come wrap her mantle around us, to come because prayer begets what it signifies. We have to keep going back to prayer. This is why, you know, these, these bad things happen. But we have to go back to prayer and never, ever, ever give up hope. We just overturned Roe v. Wade. I mean, yeah. think about this. Not only in our lifetime, this year. It's, a, it's amazing. You know, and out of nowhere, when God did it, it just happens fast. So we just need to be faithful. David put five stones in his pouch. But God, God directs the shot. And we need to be prayer warriors. We need to keep praying, never giving up on, on, on prayer for our, our loved ones, our families, our country, uh, 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 you know, our church, etc. Dan, when you've been in the thick of, you know, different um, prayer sessions for exorcisms, and just so the audience is aware, you, you work with Father Chad Ripperger, have for many years, and other exorcists in the past, and you have been involved in, um, I think you said between two and 300 uh, deliverance prayer moments, services, exorcisms combined. Um, I know you've, you, we did, we did a couple episodes or three episodes with you for our battle ready TV show on EWTN. And I think we, we, did we address, I, be, I believe we did what your job has been where you would go out at, in the, in the middle of the night and bury things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> before, we get, jobs. before we get Catholic, to my, before we get Catholic to my, edition. before we get to my question, can you explain <laughs> that? I mean, dirty jobs, Catholic edition, the jobs most people would not even want to come close to doing. <laughs> Can you explain this before I get to my question? Yeah. So, so um, we have a principle of, 
a blessed burn and bury. So when you get cursed objects, um, you have a priest, breast, a priest bless it or pray a deprecatory prayer. May the Lord remove any evil from this object uh, uh, and take it and destroy it, burn it, throw it in the running water, a river, uh, bury it if you don't have any running water, uh, destroy the object so it's no longer usable for evil. So part of the job being on an exorcist team is, is to, to, to the dirty jobs is someone needs to destroy this stuff, whether it's altars to Santa Muerte or cursed rosary. We had a lady at a, at, you know, the Satanists are, they're taking these cursed rosaries made in China and they have satanic symbols on them and they curse them and they ship them for free to parishes and Catholic schools and dioceses. And so somebody shipped a case of these rosaries and some church lady at the parish decides, oh, I'm just going to put them in my fireplace. Anyway, it smoked her whole house. The, the fire department shows up. The whole house almost caught on fire. So, yeah, so that, that kind of stuff ends up on my desk uh, on, on a regular basis to destroy. So, so getting rid of these cursed objects is very critical because we're seeing, we're seeing it out, out in the open now. You know, like 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 this this ad campaign for Balenciaga, evil is out there. They're using cursed objects, and again, in mockery of the sacramental system of the Catholic Church. So, but in in, in all your years of, of being involved with Father Ripperger, you know, deliverance work and, and exorcisms and such, when you are in the thick of a case, and when the demons are being they're, they're, they're being routed, they're, and they know their time is up. You know, their the exorcist is working hard and. And the prayer team's working hard and, and the demons are losing their grip and things are starting to unravel for them. What is the response? Do they just nicely, politely, peacefully say, okay, you won, I'm tapping out? Or is there um, more of a, I think uh, Father Ripperger said one time, something along the lines of um, like, a, like a child throwing a temper tantrum, only a diabolical leveled one. Um, is it is it more like that in your experience? Do the demons retaliate? Are they pretty ticked off that this is happening? Well, during a session, the demon is very much bound. It's bound to the to, to the, the the mandated the words of the mandated exorcist. So when the exorcist is in the room, the the demon knows who 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 who's the senior ranking officer in that room. Right. The demon knows who has as they say in Spanish el cinturón. He's carrying the belt. And so the, so, the, so the priest has the authority and brings the lashes. So, so the lay team is just there to support. Our job is very simple, protect the exorcist. Keep, protect the exorcist, protect the blessed sacrament. Our job is, is, is we, provide, we, we provide prayer coverage and security for the exorcist because this gets really nasty. Right. And so, but, so oftentimes you'll see that, it, you know, um, that they'll cycle through lesser demons or get pushed forth once the pressure gets on. Because once a demon is cast out, he's given a further place, a deeper punishment in hell and a deeper shame among other demons for being cast out. So, so they, they, they do not want to leave, but they're bound there. If you look at the rite of exorcism, there's several words, there's several things that the exorcist is, is asked to say. One is, tell me your name. Dicas mihi nomen tuum. It's, it's terrifying. It's terrifying to hear a priest of the living God in persona Christi to bark out in confidence, tell me your name. And the legion, well, oftentimes we hear him say legion, legion. That's, you know, it's from scripture. Legion is about, there was about uh, um, 6,000 6, in, a, in a Roman legion, okay? Ten, six to 10,000 in a legion. It's like a, 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 a brigade. And so, and so, so, uh, um, so there's, there's, there's going to be multiple levels. And so you'll see extractions from lower level demons. But once you get closer to the possessor, there's always, there's always a big, 
fight. And one of the questions that priests ask is, when is the, the date, the hour uh, and sign of your departure? But the year of that departure is still unknown. Sometimes it takes the person more time to grow in holiness until God says, okay, you're done when I say you're done. You know, uh, and oftentimes I can tell you from, and, and I have a contract for a book on the Blessed Mother that I'm going to start writing next year, um, that, that the key aspect in, in spiritual combat is the Blessed Virgin Mary. She has total course of power over the demon. And so whenever there is an extraction, the Blessed, Mur the Blessed Mother I would say eight times out of 10, there's a palpable presence of her there. She, she is, isn't just one saint among many. She's not just a really cool model for us. She has total, she is the new Eve, the new mother of the living. She is the Ark of the new covenant. They took the Ark into battle. She is the one that, that is present at nearly every single extraction. We need to go to her under her title, the Immaculate Exception, and today the Feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe, invoke her under those titles because she, she helps bring about, she is, she is the queen of victory. So we need to not lose sight of that in the spiritual battle. So then when you see what's going on right now with, you know, things like, you know, the, the Twitter and, and Valenciaga, and as a couple of simple examples of exposure of, you know, the diabolical, you know, battle lines here, yeah. um, do you then expect, or would you expect uh, that there will be like retaliation and temper tantrums being thrown now? Because I, I thought that after Roe v. Wade was overturned, my first thought was, this is great, but now things are going to change because no, it's game on now. Yeah, the enemy's so going to say their sacrifice. Okay, that's it's game it. on. Yeah. So now you're going to get full throated uh, uh, worship of Baal and impurity in gay marriage. You're going to get you're going to get the whole drug culture. You're going to see marijuana rolling out. You're going to see this is battle. This isn't spiritual negotiation. This is warfare. And so this was a major. Uh, strategic victory. When I was at when I was at Notre Dame, uh, I went through ROTC program. There was a, a class called Decisive Battles that all the military guys took, and and this is Roe v. Wade is a decisive battle in the history of this country, spiritual battle because we're you're removing. I mean, there, how many lives in Texas alone have been saved uh, because of Roe v. Wade already? Hundreds, if not thousands already and so you you've taken away something very very dear and grave to them um their own blood sacrifice as dr peter creech says this is my body right a mockery of the holy eucharist and so you're taking this away in, in half of our states and so they're going to counterattack in other areas mm -hmm. so cities cities that had zero abortion clinics small little towns now have two and three towns that were rather wholesome are now seeing four or five uh dispensaries on every single corner Mm. drug you know marijuana dispensaries and this is not the marijuana of the 70s you know the one pothead that grew it up in his attic and you know the stuff that they're selling now legally in many states um the the stuff that that was smoked in the 70s that was natural had about two thcs two 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 parts of hallucinant the hallucinogen thc now it's something like in, in up to 50 for the smoking kind and then the liquid stuff it's com been completely morphed and it has almost 100 uh, particles or points of THC. You're talking about a very, very addictive drug. And so the enemy is just counterattacking another way. What's the solution? Truly illumination, living the light of Christ in our lives, living a Catholic, a Catholic life. So the enemy is just going to keep coming back. They're going to keep coming back. Father Ripperger once asked the demon, why do you keep doing this particular strategy? And the demon answered, because it works, mm -hmm. right?
Right? <laughs> you know, you ever watch Wisconsin, Bucky Badger, right? Smash Mouth, Big Ten football, right? What do they do? Right. What do they say? You run it off tackle until they stop it. If they right. can't stop it, you just hammer it. And this is what the enemy's doing. If we're not stopping the off tackle run, he's just going to run it off tackle until we stop it. Why, do they, why does the enemy do what he does? Because it works. Exactly. Well, I'll just, let me throw this in real quick, Father, before you go. And I'll just say this. Everything you just said is why I, I am adamant that people have got to get better prepared. They've got to toughen up body, mind, and soul. Because what, what has happened with Roe v. Wade in June, which I think, Father, wait a minute. Was Roe v. Wade overturned on what? What day was Roe v. Wade overturned on? Well, it was wait. John the Baptist's birthday. Yeah, but there was something else on that oh, day. I can't wait, remember. Well, <laughs> oh yeah, it was my birthday. It was your too. birthday. That's <laughs> a little gift from the blessed mother. I people. almost wow. forgot that. I I know. I and, 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 and I'm an all. I was an all state football player. But go on. Oh, that's Doug. right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think we only mentioned um, on I don't know seven or eight episodes that it was overturned <laughs> on your birthday. <laughs> it's become obligatory to mention it. it, it absolutely. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Ironically, if you look at John the Baptist, if you look at the dance of Herodias, right? Mm. That. Dance was that dance was is a sacrificial dance to the to the demon Delisle, which was meant to evoke the erotic response out of the male and the female. This is a bisexual type demon, and wow. so and this is the, and this is this is John. This is what John the Baptist. Whenever we see John the Baptist lighting up uh, a demon in in, a, in an exorcism session, you're looking at disordered sexuality. So on all the days of the of this. To learn. Don't make make no mistake. There was no accident that that was the day. The last Thursday in the Feast of the Immaculate Conception that the enemy counters attack, yeah. counterattacks with with codifying uh, sodomy as federal yeah. law now. Yeah. So so this I mean to me this is just these are perfect examples when you go back and you look at Roe v. Wade, and then you look at where we are now with the different things that have happened since Roe v. Wade. Uh, this 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 rebellious sort of behavior. Uh, that and again, the mockery on on the Immaculate Conception. I mean, these types of things just say to me, we have got to really hunker down and realize, you know, the Rosary and your and your your the sacraments and your sacramentals, and you've got to get strong in the Lord, as Father always says. You've got to be looking at this as a long drawn out battle. I remember Father Ripperger saying in a past podcast we had with him that he feels like Catholics today are being are being attacked in ways good Catholics are being attacked in ways that never really seen before in, in some respects, and that this is God's way of training them up to become more special operations right. level warriors, because he said, for what is going on now and for what is to come. Right. Dan, your comment on that? No, absolutely. I think, again, the, 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 the lived experience of, of most exorcists are saying, and I heard Father Ripperker say it as well, is that the liberations that would take a week or two in 1960 are now lingering on for two years or more, um, because because the, the 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 church is weak in a weakened state um, right now. We're, you know, he uses the principle uh, the principle of ex uh, ex opere operantis ecclesiae, Father. If you remember from your theology days, mm -hmm. so so the, the the holiness of the church helps bring about the efficacy. Uh, of, of the life of holiness in the sacraments. Objectively, the sacraments purport what they claim to do because Christ said it. But at the same time, our reception and, how, and the church's deliverance of those sacraments and sacramentals, it, it, it somewhat depends on the holiness 
of, of the church hierarchy and its members. But going back to what you had said, I, I was thinking as you were talking, Doug, about where we're at, um, you have to have a little bit of humor. There, I saw this YouTube video uh, not long ago. There was a firefight. A couple of CAV soldiers were in a firefight uh, uh, in Afghanistan. And right in the middle of it, one of them cracks a joke. Right. And they just laugh and then they go right back to the firefight. Yeah, yeah. And, and some of the comments were like, isn't that kind of weird? No, soldiers are constantly joking. You got to You have to joke. Chesty Puller, uh, famous Marine general. And during the Korean War says uh, they asked him, give us an update on your position. He said, you want an update on our situation? He said, we're surrounded. That simplifies the problem. It means no matter what direction we shoot, we hit one of them. It's a great day to be a Marine. So you have to have that kind of attitude in battle. You got to be able to joke and say, "No, we're we're going to drive on. We're going to fight them. Forget yeah. it and drive on. We're going to we're going to Charlie Mike. We're going to continue the mission. Yeah, right. We don't know what, how it's going to turn out. All we know is what Mother Teresa said: we're, God doesn't call you to be successful, but just to be faithful. We just keep right. grinding it out. You keep putting out your 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 Catholic gear, Father. I'm going to try to keep putting out books. We're going to keep teaching. We're going to keep talking to Catholics about living a life of holiness." Because we don't know what God's going to do next, but we know it's going to be exciting. Well, Paul's letters to the Romans were uh, sin abounds, grace abounds all yeah. the more. Yeah. You know, I mean, let, let's let's throw a positive light in here. I mean, uh, <laughs> we're we're being annihilated, and and uh, and the message is absolutely stolen uh, by the legacy media and and uh, you know the the Twitter and 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 social media and all that uh, and. And, and all of a sudden, the richest man in the world steps up to, un, to right. undo this, to, to to release us from this uh, this indoctrination and and uh, and tyranny that's going on right now. And, and I, again, it's not the be all and end all, but that's why I I like the title of, of this uh, this podcast. That the, is this a crack in the dike? You know, is this yeah, a yeah. crack in the dike like, right now? I know you're not and a movie I, guy, Father, but have you ever seen the movie Running Man? Another Arnold movie. Yeah. Okay. Right. This is kind of like Running Man. They just we just we just need to 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 break into the government sequence with the code and blast the truth. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, 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 you know, I I, I was pointing out in the, I was pointing out in the context of this is uh. That look, I mean, I'll just take. I got to lead by example. So what? What did I decide to do? I said I'm not going to sit and take this. So um, I just lost 70 pounds this year. You know, I, I, I that was uh, and thanks to Doug and his inspiration. And Doug stepped up with Battle Ready Coalition. We're trying to get the truth out with U.S. Grace Force. Um, we're trying to discipline ourselves uh, per uh, Libra Christo's great uh, teachings and inspiration. To get, get get that nice, strong, disciplined prayer life. I don't know if things were just swimming along nicely, and we didn't have this, you know, uh, this swamp that's that's uh, that's uh, putting their thumb on us. Uh, maybe we wouldn't be motivated to do all of this. Do you see my point here? We're great. Yeah, absolutely. We're sin abounds, grace abounds all the more. I'm seeing more and more of that. That people are seeing. Listen, okay, and like you just got done saying, Dan, we're weak. We are. We have to just admit that. But then, okay, what's the next move then? And, and you said that as well, right, Dan? Yeah. No, the, the, the next move is to keep moving forward. Yes. Mm. Yeah. To keep moving forward. Char Charlie. Charlie Mike. Charlie Mike. Continue the mission. Continue the mission. Yeah. Yeah. We've got to. We've got to. I I, I worry, you know, the, 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 we got the must thing, and I think we had the 
fifth reveal today. But uh, <clears throat> I worry that, and I think he's doing that too because he doesn't want to reveal it all and have what always happens, the news cycle passes. Yeah. You know, the enemy banks on that. That that we'll just yeah. we're like oh really what okay I gotta go shopping and golfing <laughs> you like yeah. that expression Doug but <laughs> you know what I mean and so we no we can't we gotta stop doing that we gotta get yeah. in and fight we can continue the mission yeah yeah, yeah. you got a Charlie Mike that's it you just gotta you continue got a Charlie the, Mike right speak, speak. forget it drive on right forget Another. it and drive on yeah. <laughs> You just yeah, got to fight him. You just got to, you got to go. And what, hey, Doug, and what, what do you, what do you have hanging on your wall in your weight room? Oh the, yeah. Who dares just, wins. Yes. Who dares Banner, wins. Who dares wins. Yeah. Who dares wins. Yeah. The, 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 the British uh, special air service, the special ops, right? Yeah. Who dares wins. You got to be bold. You got to be bold in this, in, in, in the spiritual life. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and you're right about that. And I, I know I took a picture and said, you're the one that first told me about that. So I, I went to, um, I forget FedEx or office max or somebody. And I had a, a banner, man. I have a vinyl banner hanging in my weight room. It's about three feet long and a foot wide. Just hangs across the top there on the wall, and it simply says, "Who dares wins." And you're right. It's it's you 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 told me about the, the SAS, which is the British Special Forces, which is you know they're like our our Navy SEALs, you know that level of operators. And um, these guys are, I mean, they're hardcore. And it, it's kind of like the the SEALs or the, the Green Berets, the mindset of you know embrace the suck. Or um, the only easy day was yesterday, and all these phrases that they use, which actually creates this mental toughness as well as, you know, overflowing into the into the into the physical, so they can accomplish the mission. And there's just no question the mission will get accomplished. There's just no question the mission will be accomplished. Yeah, you just got you got to accomplish it. You got to you got to make the decision. We're gonna we're gonna accomplish the mission. Yeah. There's, yeah. Uh, uh, there's a documentary out. Um, it, it's called. Um, it's on, it's on helicopters and warfare. And I was a helicopter pilot, so I was interested. So they had one episode of these, these uh, uh, Huey pilots in Vietnam. Two of the guys I knew, um, one of them's passed away. is named Tom Baca. May Lord rest his soul. The other one's named Jack Swicker. You can look this up. Um, and so they go in. There, there's, there is a, a special forces team with about 100 um, Vietnamese uh, soldiers with them that they were training got that ran into a brigade okay of like of like uh 600 guys and so um and they were pinned down and th and so they were, they were flying along a trail to see the find to, to extract them no weapons he's flying a slick so no weapons and so they get to the spot where the where the, where the good guys are holding in and he literally it's bamboo okay and he decides to just hover down like a lawnmower and makes his landing and chopped up the bamboo not knowing if it was going to if it was going to if he was going to go down if it was going to crash his helicopter they made six runs that day and pulled out 130 guys uh the last time the guys were hanging off the helicopter to get out of there guys that say we're going to do what we got to do and one of the things they interviewed and they said they, they didn't hesitate these guys are are all in on the mission to know that i had 130 guys out there that, that if I didn't go, they were not going to live. And so we, we, we have this courage in us, right? The, the Greek Andrea, uh, Bertus in Latin, manly courage in battle. It's part of our nature. Now, how do we use that? We, we have manly and physical battle. How do we translate that into the spiritual battle?
right? How do we do that? And I think that's very important for 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 where we're at. We're we're in warfare right now. You know, you know? Uh, I, and the point I was making too. I right now I'm a little bit past about halfway through a forty hour fast, and I actually um, uh, put a message out to everybody that we interact with on social media. I said I love you, and I, I'm doing this forty hour fast so that you you might be showered with God's blessings. And uh, a lot of people were like. I really needed that father, but, but I'm starving right now. And, uh, everything in me is trying to find some kind of great excuse to just end it and, and, uh, and go make myself a big plate of food. But what, what are we doing? And this is what we've been talking about tonight is, and I call it strength training, you know, your resistance training, you're, you're pressing up against, okay, your, your, your base, uh, wants and desires and so we're becoming stronger. And that's why I say too, you know, 2022, I just said nuts. You know, I'm going to go all in. I've lost 70 pounds. Uh, my prayer life has is, is, is never been better. Um, it, but, and I, I think a lot of people could say that because we decided we're not going to just sit, sit idly by. No, we got to press against this and, and do that resistance training and, and learn to become not slaves to our desires. But 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 um, loving, uh, obedient, caring children of God, and and that comes when you're when you those shackles of that slavery come off, and I just feel like that's what I'm doing. And you know what? It the joy that you get from that because I'm no longer a slave. Okay, uh, and, and this is better. This is so much better. Um, and I I think that's kind of training too. That, that that the military has to go through in order to ready themselves for combat is they they just they they can't be slaves addictions uh, anything else uh, they got to be sleep. free to to move right food yeah. sleep you got to learn to you got to learn to soldier on you yeah. know if, if you miss a meal uh, don't worry there'll be another one tomorrow there'll be another sleep, one you you know if you didn't sleep tonight well maybe you'll sleep tomorrow night sleep you just tomorrow. keep driving on. Yep. And, and I think that part of that discipline, we're losing that. Um, right. you, there you are in Wisconsin. Uh, um, uh, what was the, uh, um, um, oh gosh, the Packers, the famous Packer coach. I, I Oh, Vince Lombardi. Vince Lombardi. Hold That's on a the, second. Hold on, Dan. Father. Hold on, Dan, Dan, Dan. Wait. You come on this program. And you forget Vince Lombardi's name. Yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. I, I yeah, asked for forgiveness. Just, let's just, just shut it down. Bob, yeah, that's it. it. Father, Father's not going to want hey, you on here anymore. Mercy Thanks, I everybody. The justice. show's over. <laughs> I'm from Ohio. I had a really small world view. I knew there was a football team up there. Well, what did Vince Lombardi say? Uh, 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 you can, you can cha- uh, you'll never be perfect, but if you chase perfection, you'll catch excellence. Right. Yep. Winning is a habit. Unfortunately, so is losing. Yep. You're know, doing the little things. One season, he started the season with a football and he holds it up and says, gentlemen, this is a football. Right. You got to get back to basics. Notice right. this. You'll notice this. Uh, I caught myself when somebody else pointed it out to me. How many times you go to genuflect and the knee doesn't quite touch the ground. Mm-hmm. Right. Be disciplined. Get the knee on the ground. Get Go all the way to the ground. ground. Show your obsequious. Show your obedience. Show your yeah. reverence yep. to the Lord. When you walk into the and, the and you have the blessed sacrament exposed, Effort. you don't do one knee. You do two knees. 
Right. Right. These are the little disciplines that soldiers take when they're when they're when they're training. Little disciplines that I that I learned uh, as a helicopter pilot. Small little actions go a big long way because you discipline your bodies and you discipline your minds to, to endure. Right. And the same thing. So when you in a spiritual, like suddenly we're we're suddenly quietest. Oh, anything as long as I feel good. God knows my intentions. Right. Be disciplined. Get that knee on the ground. Right. Do, do do the things that you need to do. And you see the fruit of that of your 40 day, 40 hour fast, Father. The right. fruit is there. Discipline your body because we're a body soul composite. That's right. Right. And the flesh militates against the soul. So we, we have to have disciplines. Discipline. The virtue is something that we develop. We have to develop like a habit. Yeah, you and know, you, get, like, you get you yeah. get a slave to your sluggishness. If, if, if yeah. you know, you got to be get disciplined. So now you go, you go, you go, you know. Uh, and and you just do it, yeah. <clears throat> Instead of being a slave to your, to your sluggishness of, 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 of for lack of effort, right? Yeah. For for lukewarmness, whatever you want to call it, but it's a lack of discipline. So, yeah. Saint Jose Maria Escriva uh, the heroic moment, right? The heroic that moment, moment when right. the alarm clock goes off. That yeah. that's the first time you get an opportunity every single day when when the when the opportunity clock goes off in the morning. You got an opportunity. To either fall into self pity or to mm -hmm. get up and get on it, right? It. The second heroic moment for Let's me is thing. the shower, right? Yeah. You go into the shower. That's when you go. Oh, I need a little extra here, need a little extra <laughs> there. Get in and get out. Do your business and get out, right? <laughs> don't, right? Don't feel sorry for yourself. When the time comes, there's a time that a soldier gets his R and R, but it yeah. ain't right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So get up and get on it. That's get right. up and get on it. Rise yeah. and shine. Yeah. So Dan, if you could, could you, could you address a little bit? We, we've done this before, um, but obviously you know, different audience members that come and go with these podcasts. Uh, and this is such a critical piece. Father Ripperger has talked about it. We've asked him directly about it. I think you've, you, you brought it up before as well, that the prayers are important, but the demons despise the discipline. And Father Ripperger said that they'll despise the disciplined life as much or more than the actual prayers you're reciting. Because if you're disciplined in your, your duties, your sacrifices, and your prayer life, it's that discipline piece of it. It's kind of like a, a, a fighter. And I know you've been in the ring, you know, and you're going against somebody. And if you can't, you can't draw them out because they're so disciplined, they're on target all the time. No matter what fake, no matter what you're doing, they're always there. They're always protecting the head. They're always protecting the body. Uh, you just can't, you can't break their discipline. And Father said the demons don't like someone who's disciplined because they take a beating from a disciplined fighter. Can you speak to that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so... Um, the, what we've discovered through the development of, of the Libra Cristo protocol is that the demon responds to the imposition of order as much as to the prayers themselves. So imposing order is absolutely critical. Having your life ordered to prayer, or do you, do, is your life ordered to prayer, or do you just pray sometimes when you need? So that, that the life ordered to prayer, set times, praying the Angelus, doing the, the novenas, um, you know, tapping into the liturgical life of the church, um, 6, 12, and 6, getting out of bed. The, you know, our, our prayer protocol, the first phase is they've got to pray certain prayers at 6, 12, and 6, including the Angelus. And that, that early morning one is hard for a lot of people. 
Um, but 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 they but they have to re reorder their lives, in, yeah. and so the interior now begins to be slewed or to to be obedient to the exterior. So what it does is it reorders the interiority, where the 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 chooses the good, breaks the will, and the will makes the decision and controls the lower faculty desire, sleep that desire. This five minutes instead of doing these five minutes of prayer, I want to do what I want to do for five minutes. So the demon responds completely to the imposition of order. So many times Catholics think, I just need this one special novena. If I had this one prayer, if I knew this one right exact prayer, I could knock the demon out. And that may or may not be the case. But smash mouth Catholicism says that we just grind it out and you get disciplined and you're, you, you impose order on the demon and you'll knock out the majority of, of, in fact, just the imposition of order, we're seeing even drives away oppression level diabolic affliction, just the imposition of order. Part yeah, of that order is becoming or, order in the home too, order yeah. with the, the father yep. as head of household. That, yeah. that or part of it as well, letting the father Amen. be the, as the mm. spiritual leader in the home. A Amen. Uh, you know, the, the demon is the demon of disorder and chaos, you know, and uh, Jesus turned to Martha and said, you're anxious and worried and you know, stressful about many things. Uh, and, and I always like to point out, too, that my one of my favorite parts of the whole Mass is just as the concert course of consecration is my favorite, but just before the consecration come the words, order our days in your peace. Mm. You know, uh, the demon does not, wants to steal our peace, right? He wants us anxious right. and stressed and worried and disordered and in chaos. You, you, we, we've got to get into God's good, holy order. And that comes yeah. with discipline and that comes with obedience. Yeah. And that comes with, you know, doing the will of God uh, and, and, uh, and wanting to please him at all times. And so uh, I, I think that's, I, I'm looking at the time. I, I think we're a little past, but uh, Dan, this is great. I, but please, everyone, you know, let's let's seek that discipline that brings a beautiful, peaceful order in our lives. Uh, and let's, uh, let's bring that then. You can't give away what you don't have. You, 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 let's get it for ourselves. And then let's bring it to everybody around us. Amen. Amen. Yeah, one Thanks, of the titles, Dan. one of the titles in the uh, in the rite of exorcism, one of the titles of the devil is fomenter of discord. He's I, constantly yeah. stirring up discord. So yep. order our how, how does it go, Father? This is one of your lines, not one of ours. Yeah, it's it's just before the consecration in Eucharistic prayer one. It's it says, order our days in your peace. And I, I usually just stop there just for a second or two, because I want that to sink in for everybody and want us to to seek that beautiful, uh, peaceful order. And in, in other words, to seek God, right? Mm -hmm. Our lives. Yeah. And, and with that comes that beautiful order. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Thanks, Dan. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. With your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 All, right. All right. Thanks, Dan. Good to have you on again, brother. Thank you. Thank you again, Doug. Uh, Father, great to see you again. Yeah.